Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... Be going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and Kim Isaiah. You ready? So I'm all hyped up on this Yeah, yeah, come on. All right. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Ribby, Ice Radio, D-Rocky Living Show. This is the official one that we used to do when we started back behind the wheel. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are here today, treated with a guest. He's originally from Nottingham, now residing in Cornwall. Now, this is an international interview. Give it up for my man, Mr. Adam Positivity. Hey, no, thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here, Derek. How are you doing today, man? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good, yeah. Ah, oh, man, I seen your um uh, material. I think you hit me in the inbox. And it was like, yo, yeah. how are you doing? Do you have a podcast? I was like, well, now that you mention it, I certainly do have a podcast. How about yeah. yourself? <laughs> like, do you have a podcast? It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, we should probably, you know, make arrangements to be on each, on each other's shows. I mean, talking back and forth, and I, I, I was excited about his story, so I wanted to have him on to be able to share his story and his journey uh, 
with us. So uh, for the audience who may not be familiar with you, why don't you tell me a little about yourself, how you got started on this road to podcasting and uh, take it away. Yeah, no, of course. I, um, it's something I've always wanted to do for like a couple of years. Um, and I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a people person. I like connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, you know, helping people. And, you know, many years ago when I was like 13, 14, I experienced uh, something called PTSD, mm-hmm. which is um, post-traumatic stress disorder, which you, if you have an accident or a trauma, you experience that shock, you know, and the trauma afterwards, post-trauma. So I had an accident where I fell through a skylight on a roof and I was, wow. I was messing around with friends. Um, I was 13, 14 and I was stood on this glass panel and it smashed. I fell through it. Mm. And I, I cut my, you know, cut my arm open. I had lacerations. Very, very lucky to be alive. And then when I was doing my GCSEs at school, I remember just like shaking and, you know, thinking I was going to die. So I had anxiety and depression and, you know, uh, PTSD for a few years after mm-hmm. that. And there was other stuff going on at school, you know, a few other things going off as well. And, um, yeah, I came through it, you know, I came through it, you know, and I'm okay now. But I kind of thought to myself, you know, why not, you know, give something back? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I tried different career routes, you know, different jobs, things like that. And then I got into like, uh, you know, the interest in psychology. Mm-hmm. And then I, I qualified as a life coach last year. Okay. You know, and I recently, you know, thought about doing a podcast. But, you know, I, I was afraid of what people were going to think. Like, what? I was afraid... What, what, what were you afraid they were going to think? I, I think I was, you know, like afraid, you know, to be criticized and just worried about what people thought about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I put it off for a couple of years. And then January um, this year, I I watched a lot of Gary Vee and um, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And one of them suggested, oh, Anchor. And I was like, what's that? So I, I just started on my phone, you yeah. know, in my car, like you mm-hmm. said. And um, I, I just, I didn't really take it too seriously. I just, you know, I, I connected with a few people on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. on Instagram, did a few podcasts. And then when lockdown hit here with the COVID situation, you know, I was out of work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's a good time to do it. So I, I pushed on with it and I ended up doing about 70 to 80 episodes within a four, three to four month period. Wow. Um, so yeah, I was pushing out like, you know, four a day, five a day sometimes. Mm. Um, you know, I'm still doing them now, like, obviously, but you know, not all, I'm not always doing them four to five a day because things have calmed down a little bit here. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoy it, you know, and I, I love podcasting and I think it, it, it opens up so many doors for you and it has such an, a positive impact on people and it, it's amazing like when, you, when you're doing podcasting like we are now you're just doing it and connecting you know with what, the other person but until you take a step back you're like oh yeah you know it, it goes worldwide and that's powerful you know yeah. and, and to provide value to other people I think you know that's what it's all about definitely definitely I, there, there's um, I, I think what you mentioned is it's not just unique to to you, you know. You think about a, um, I have, I wouldn't say a twisted sense of humor, but you know, <laughs> I think about like life coaching, and I think it was Gary Vee was talking about it at one point. You know, you, yeah. I think about life, and I'm like, okay, 
I'm going to talk to somebody about life. And they said, well, what have you lived? You know, how long, how old are you is what would might come up. But having questions about, you know, being so- someone concerned about your, you know, criticizing you, adults have that. Yeah. You know I mean, people, oh, yeah. I have people who, who are my age group, you know, who, who are concerned about what somebody might mm. think, you know, I got to make sure that they, they the background is situated because I don't want people to, you know, talk about me or the background or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, press forward, man. I'm glad that you're, um, that you're doing it, man. You know? Yeah. You, you're no, I really appreciate like, it. You've got some, in- you had some interesting guests on your show, man. I, I, I went through your, your timeline, not like a troll, but, you know, I want to make sure I'm yeah. not, you know, who I'm, who I'm interviewing. I was like, oh, he's got some interesting yeah, yeah. guests. So yeah, let's let's get him on the show and and find out what he's about and what he's doing. Um, do you look at your analytics inside of your inside of Anchor? Yeah, I um, I look at my analytics and you know to begin with, I didn't really have that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do check it, but it is very basic, if that makes sense. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. It kind of tells you, you know, the age and the location. So I've definitely seen an increase um, recently, mm-hmm. you know, through through the episodes. But um, it, it can be quite difficult. You know, it's like people always think, you know, where do I share it? And, you know, I, I, I use, you know, LinkedIn quite a lot. Instagram, mm-hmm. I put it on there. Twi- Twitter, I've just started using. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely seen, you know, like a reach. Yeah. But I, I, I look, I don't... I don't like chase analytics. Um, no, no. I, my, my background is uh, was in like retail management. And you're always checking numbers and, and stats, mm. and which you know gross margin, etc. After that, I had like enough of that. Yeah. So one day I did go and look, and I noticed I had uh, quite a large population checking from France. Which I thought wow. was odd. I was like, France? Okay. And then and another interesting thing that I noticed was Connecticut, which I'm based in, was, was kind of mm. slow. I, I was small. I'm like, now, that's, that's concerning to me. Now I'm looking at the numbers. Now you try to figure out, you know, you start measuring something. Once you start measuring, then you're able to move the number. I'm like, okay, so what do I need to do to move this number in Connecticut? But um, it, is, it is interesting to see you stepping out um, and doing it, and you, you mentioned something about NLP. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, tell us a little bit about neuro linguistic programming. Yeah, so NLP is basically our, you know, the deeper. So imagine it like an iceberg. So like mm-hmm. you know, a person's mindset and how they think and how they are. You know, we we just see the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. and as NLP kind of goes deeper down below the surface to, um, you know, people's behaviors, modalities, mm-hmm. um, you know, it goes into the past, you know, mindset and beliefs um, and, you know, patterns, thinking patterns, mm-hmm. behavior patterns and why people do what they do. Um, so it goes down to a deeper level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that that's where change happens. That's where, you know, you... By learning that, that's where you can kind of create people's uh, thinking to change. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm still sorry. No, no, go ahead. <clears throat> I, I I haven't finished. Uh, I haven't qualified in that yet. I'm still, you know, doing the um, diploma for it. Mm-hmm. But um, so far, you know, it's 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 very deep, and you have to kind of 
it's not something you can kind of digest. It's just repetition because there's so much information there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's intriguing when you when you start looking, looking at it and, and peeling back the, the onion. And I'm, I'm always. I went to when a um, a while back. I think uh, Terry Levine had like this coaching class, like a two day, three day certification. Um, coaching is was something that was, you know, was like a buzzword. Yeah. People were talking about doing it, and, and you, so you had different life coaches, you had executive coaches, and. I was like, okay, this is something to um to explore. I'm 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 a guy yeah, that yeah. um I like to to try to call myself staying on on the cutting edge of, of what's out there, um, even if it's not something I plan on doing. But okay, and I, when I think about an executive, he's got a coach, and I think about Michael Jordan, he's got a coach, and LeBron has got a coach. Um, mm. So if you're thinking about moving to the next level, you you might want to employ a coach or a book or somebody, you know. Yeah, who has something to continue to supplement your learning, man. If not, then it's, you you just kind of like flatlining. That can't be good. Yeah, yeah but no, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. So you you been I, I, hmm? so no no you can you continue, continue. no 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 go ahead I'm listening man I I, I had a guy on yesterday called uh, Glenn Lundy who's uh-huh. like he's a it's a motivational speaker okay and he does a lot of other things as well and it, um. He was, you know, he's he's quite successful now. But he said, even now, he still has coaches. He still has mentors. He still has people to, like you said, to keep him constantly improving. Because mm-hmm. there might be someone who um who is doing something uh, that you may want to aspire to do. And if mm-hmm. you have that person in your life, it will help you make the, you know, the transition a little smoother. And then hopefully yeah. my mindset has always been that if you're able to help someone identify their purpose, maximize their potential, accelerate their growth, the final thing is continuing the cycle. And that's talking to someone else who might be trying to get to where you are. And then you're, you're mm. paying it forward. Then it, it makes everyone rises. You know, I think what it yeah. happens, sometimes people might feel like, oh, but I got it. Well, I got mine and uh, you got to get yours. And this, this, was, this was something that I, I started, I would hear in school from teachers, which became odd to me because that just seemed like a, a, a strange thing to say to impressionable minds. You yeah. know, I, I got my education, so you got to get yours. I'm like, aren't you here to help us? Like, I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but Damn. it always kind of stuck with me when, when you're thinking about it. But you going mm. forward and, and learning and training and development with the uh, with the intent on being able to share that with someone else, man, is is powerful. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I I mean, I talk about the school system. I know it's probably different to here in the UK. It's like America, but it's both very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I talk about you know the importance of like, you know, doing what you love and how sometimes you know at the school it's just you know it's a big system that's hasn't really changed in X amount of years. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was at school, I, I didn't really, I had a lot going on at school. You know, I was in the wrong crowd of people, things like mm-hmm. that. And then the accident happened. So my focus wasn't there, you know, um, until like the last year. And by that time, it's kind of too late. <laughs> um, it's never too late. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I got, you know, a few good grades. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's difficult because it's like 
if you're not interested in certain grades or I mean um, in certain soft in certain topics, mm-hmm. it's like force feeding you food that you don't like. Yeah, yeah. And like I hated macaroni and cheese for a while, for a minute. Anyone that's followed me for a while, they know that I had this this uh, resistance to eating macaroni and cheese, man. And yeah, you know, you, you because and it was because of how my mother made it. You know, it was how she prepared it. It was boxed yeah, macaroni yeah, yeah. and cheese. It was craft. It was awful. There was no doctoring it up. <laughs> you know, my mother is no longer with us, so she can't hear me. So uh, my, my 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 siblings might be a little upset if they hear this, but they've heard this before. This is nothing new. It's not you know, yeah. it's not anyone's fault. But that caused my resistance to something that 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 was out there that I that I, that I've found pleasure in later on in life. Now my sister now makes a killer. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. You talked about yeah. um, one of the things that you had in your past was was retail management. You know, retail working in retail, yeah. and um, and I'm thinking about school. And there are courses that people like force feed you, and people lose interest, and be, mm. then they, they they sort of like drift along, and then they may end up in in retail. There's nothing wrong with retail, but if that's what's mm. if, that, if you if you're gonna teach people things that are not going to like they don't they don't find any interest in, then they're gonna kinda like drift along, they're gonna zone out, you know? Yeah. And then they're gonna end up in retail, you're gonna be going to get your co- coffee and uh, you know, they're gonna spaz out on you one day behind the counter. You're gonna wonder yeah. like, what happened? What's yeah. going on here? It's that teacher's fault. Yeah. Educational system. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you yeah. you have what are your friends um what do your friends think? About uh, to new this new switch to Adam positivity. <laughs> no, they um they like it. They they quite enjoy the podcast. I mean, when I first started doing it, they um those bit like you know what you're doing, kind of thing. <laughs> um, but then they you know I had them on my podcast. I had a few of my friends on my podcast. Um, mm-hmm. you know we did like a it was one of my early ones, and we did like a group one. So uh, it was on Anchor mm-hmm. on audio. Okay. And there was like me and like three of my other friends. And we, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't too serious. You know, it wasn't too serious. Mm-hmm. So we, we had a few set topics and they, they enjoy it. And, you know, I, I don't I don't throw them the episodes that I do in their face. You know, I just put it on my thing. And, you know, if they see it, they see it. Yeah. It, it is. It's good. How old are you now? Um, I'm 26. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you 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 like people have made careers off of talking, you know. I think about like Ira Glass. He he has mm. he has created a um he's like one of the legends in in podcasting. You know, this guy has just talking. He just fell in love with audio and he created these mm. these shows and these genres and people branched off and now you've got like serials and the Joe Rogan's of the world, you know, but there's so yeah. much that you can do with a podcast, you know, like you guys have this, this show over there that my parents used to watch, um, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. So yeah, you got like crazy. comedy, you know, it is, <laughs> it is insane. So to, uh, to provide context, my parents used to go to church. They, you know, my mother would go to church Sunday, Monday. Wednesday and Friday. So four days out of the week. So it's a lot of church, right? Now, yeah. Monty Python Flying Circus is a little uh, 
it's a little sketchy. It's a little racy, right? It's a, it's a, yeah. It's it's very yeah on on the on the on the bone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what on the bone means, but I said yeah. So if you could explain what on the bone means, on the bone is <laughs> like very. It's like um, quite yeah, like touchy. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, um, quite. There's another, another saying for it that I can't, I can't remember, but yeah, it's very, yeah, like you said, very touchy, you know, it's very... Yeah. So seeing, I didn't realize it until I got older and I was watching this. I'm like, yo, this, my mm. parents were into some, some, you know, they had a sense of humor. But I, you know, I had no choice but to sit down. I wasn't, I didn't know what I was watching. So sometimes you're sitting there, it was we're all in one room, you know, their living room doubled their bedroom doubled as like the the general meeting area that's where the tv was at if they're watching that i have no choice that's what i'm watching mm. you know one of the other shows was mr bean yeah mr bean yeah no with the with the mini maybe that's why i like mini coopers who knows yeah. subconsciously <laughs> these mini coopers this wacky personality drifted into my mentality I'm like i like mini coopers man i, I don't know what it is yeah. about them they're not you know it's not a bentley coop you know, it's not a yeah. road, it's not a phantom. You know, it's it's not one of the 007's <laughs> vehicles. It's, yeah. it's Mr. Bean. It's the personality. The point I'm making is you have you have you have so much, so many different avenues that you can go down with with a podcast. Yeah. Like you have so many things that you can do with it, right? From from creativity to to just talking to drama to there's so mm. much to explore, man. So it, it is it is exciting. To uh to see and you know to hear someone else um in another country talking about enjoying podcasting, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what you create, what's gonna come next um from you, Mr. Adam Positivity, you know. So you get him on the show. I was like, I remember this guy when he got started. Now he's you know, he's hosting he- late night. I'm gonna have the footage to be able to refer back to. You know, say, Adam, how you doing today, man? You say, Adam, uh, <laughs> you are, uh, yeah, I, I'll have a different name by then. I'll, I'll have an alias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Adam, so where can folks find you um, online? Where can they connect with you? Give them your social media um, access, and y'all, y'all go follow Mr. Adam Positivity. No, cheers, man. Cheers. I uh, yeah, you can follow me at uh, positivity ninety four on Instagram. And That's P A R R S I T V I T Y ninety four. That the year yeah. you were born. Yeah, and um, you can find me also on um, you know all major streaming platforms. Uh, the Positivity Podcast. Okay, you got your artwork. Show, show, yeah, I, wanna, I, I haven't. I didn't go to see your artwork. I said, "Oh man, I wanted. To, I wanted to see what his artwork look, work, looks artwork looks like uh, on Anchor." Shout out to Anchor, man. They they. It's an incredible yeah. app. I, I've got my phone here, so why don't I just go to your uh, your page here? We'll pull up uh, just positivity. Yeah, the positivity podcast. Positivity P A R R. It's on, it's on Spotify and things like that if you can't. T-Y. I misspell it quite a lot sometimes. You? Yeah, I might have I might have misspelled it. I had to take my glasses off so I could see this. Okay, I don't see it. Positivity Podcast? Yeah, I don't see it, man. 
A R R S I V I T Y. Pause it. P A R R S I T I V I T Y. Spelling is uh spelling would help, man. Go ahead, talk while while I'm while I'm searching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. I mean, like, but yeah, I I didn't really take anything serious with it. You know, I just thought, you know, I I've got an interest in it. I want to try it. And then I just started, like, you know, reaching out to people. And I think, like, one of the my advice is just do it. And, yeah. you know, be, like, a big thing is, like, consistency. You know, whether that's, um, you know, one a, one a week, two a week, mm-hmm. uh, two a day. Just keep on doing it. And, yeah. you know, don't, don't be afraid to reach out to people to be on it. Because when I first started, I, I would, like, not reach out to people because I was worried if they you know, what they think or they're not going to reply. And you'd be surprised because, you know, like, people just sometimes will just want to help. And especially if you're on LinkedIn, you know, like, that's a good way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I've had people from all different backgrounds, um, you know, get in in touch with me. On your your show, man. So that's the... uh... Yeah, that's, that's the one, the red one, the red one, this the one red is? logo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm unfavor the, the the top one because I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the red one. All right, man. It's pretty sweet, man. Did you design the art logo, the, the logo yourself? No, I I um I I have a contact on on Instagram and she's a uh, does like graphic design and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if you if you do ever need anyone, I can always give you a details. She she does like logos and design and stuff. Cool. She was, okay. she was actually on um, T with Gary V as well. Hmm. That's all right, man. Well, you should have gave her a shout out. We could have plugged her um, here. I don't particularly need artwork yeah. at this moment, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Great to mention her. That's that's all right, man. Listen, yeah. thank you so very much for being on the show. I certainly do appreciate you taking time out your day. Um, no, you're welcome. Bloke, bloke. You still use the term bloke. What's your yeah, favorite yeah. show? What's your favorite show over there now, man, in, in the UK? I, you know what, I I just recently got into on Netflix. You, you want about the T? What on that, any show or yeah, British? British show and 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 yeah. In the UK, I I like um, British British show that I like is uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. What is that about? Um, it's about like the um, the uh, what do you call it? Razor gangs in Birmingham, Birmingham okay. in the 1920s and 30s. Um, so it's got, um, it's about like gangsters, you know, gangsters back then. They wore, they wear these flat caps and the suits. And mm-hmm. it's based on true, true events. Um, okay. But I, I recently also got into Ozark on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, um, I just finished, just finished season one. Yeah. Oh, so I won't, I, won't, uh, I won't give it away. I won't give it away. Like my, my friend Nancy, we're standing there, we're standing in the depot and her, um, her daughter used to, uh, used to work in the library. So she, prior to like Netflix, Netflix really like dropping, she would get like a collection of the DVDs for me and it would be like, we're doing this mm. drug exchange. So she's queuing up this show that she's telling me about and gives away the ending. And her daughter's oh, like, Mom, what are you? What's happening? I was like, okay, so I got to so let, me, let me rinse this out of my mind and then I'll watch the show as if I didn't know what the ending was going to be. 
But uh, yeah, thank you for not yeah. giving me uh, for not for not spoiling it for me, man. I will I won't spoil it for you either. What's the name of that? The first Peaky Blinders is the Pe- name of the- Peaky Blind Pete the Pe- yeah Peaky Blinders is on Netflix as well. It's a really good series. Got Sir Cecilia Murphy, Cillian Murphy. Okay, cool. Tom Hardy's I'm- in it, and yeah, it's good. Yes, I think I might have seen that one. I like Tom Hardy. I'm a big um, 007 fan. Again, from from my mom yeah. watching, um, you know, Bond back from when it before yeah. you know, Sean Connery days or whatever. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. I certainly appreciate it. Um, if yeah. you're already yeah, yeah, no, you're welcome. Positivity, look, check them out. You know, offer some support, like, subscribe if you haven't already done that. Rate the podcast on Apple, uh, Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts. All right, have a great day now. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> <laughs>